Hello, welcome back to Diary of the Mouth. This is Dilo. I don't know. Okay, here, here we go. No, you got to wait. What's going on? We're so sorry. We're so not professional today. Okay, here we go. Sorry from again. Top. From top. From top. <clears throat> Three. <laughs> 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 what is going on? Nothing. I just saw your faces. The red bull. Oh, it's my face. It's my face. <laughs> it looks like a chicken. <laughs> a rotisserie, a rotisserie chicken. chicken. From the top. Oh okay. my god. <laughs> <laughs> we're just never going to start this episode. I can't. We're never going to start this episode. <laughs> Everybody just close their eyes and then we can. See. I can't. I can't. Uh, All right. Hello, welcome back to Diary of the Mouth. This is Dilo. This is Shadi. And I'm Tabitha. And our producer. This is Jay. So, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine this week. They are pressuring her younger cousin to get a master's because her older brother has his. Oh. Mm. Right. You know, and so I'm like, okay, I get it. You want to match? You want to achieve big things. You want to do some things and, you know, whatever. But... I guess that's the expectation for their children, right? Okay, so her brother has a master's. Yes. And she has, she's, they want her to go for a master. Are we talking about her family, her parents? Yeah, yeah, her, okay. fa- her parents. Her parents are like pressing, you know, your older brother did it. You have to do it as well. Okay. And so we got into that conversation where it was just kind of like, I don't think that I had those type of pressures. Like I was always just encouraged to do better yeah you know yeah. but not or to do something with my life and not necessarily like you gotta get a phd because that's the expectation you know what i mean yeah um and it made me like just kind of realize i've been on um just like uh, you know because i've held a job since i was 16 and i've done a lot of things and i know a lot of things i'm like a what do you know those a uh, many hats type of person and so it, it it's it made me think like you know my younger sister has a degree i have an older brother so we, n- neither him or i have college degrees right and then now they're pressuring my younger brother to do it but because it is better for him and his future but I was like for me it was more like just do something right and so I kind of want to be just to kind of analyze or not analyze but just ask you guys like what type of pressures did you guys did your family put on you growing up or even now as single older (laughs) you know in our late 30s type societal pressures family pressures Mm mm-hmm like now they're just like, um, can you have a boyfriend? <laughs> Those are the pressures that I the expectation get. now is just to have a, just one baby, just, just one, just one. You know, we what need I mean? one child, yeah, one boyfriend first before we get the child. Yeah, well, husband, husband, yeah, hopefully. But what I'm saying is, you got to go in the order, yeah, in the <laughs> order of, yeah. yeah. Let's start there. Let's yeah. start with a friend. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Well, okay, so so again, her brother has a master's degree and she does not. She has a bachelor's degree. Yes. Is that right? Okay. So now she's being pressured to get a master's degree just because her brother did it. But does she have that interest in getting a master's degree? No, she doesn't. But family is now the expectation. Like the bar that's was the set. Bar. Yeah. yeah. The bar was set at, at a master's and that's the expectation of her because of her older brother. Okay. And she does really not have an interest no. in like pursuing no. that higher education. No. And that, I mean, not everybody needs to be pursuing higher education. 
I I'm a believer in pursuing education. It's a great thing. Absolutely. To have, you know, to go up the ladder, mm-hmm. master's PhDs and, you know, whatever certification you need to get. Even yeah. if it's just you start off with certification. That's awesome. Yeah. But not everybody goes through that path. Yeah. And I believe that as well. I don't think that it's a path that every that really works out for everyone. Everyone has works the system in different ways. Yeah. It does take a little longer to get there for some of us. Like, you know, if I would have had a degree in my, you know, at a younger age, I think I would have had a different position at work. Right. Or I would have gotten there faster. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. It does help, obviously. Yeah. But I think that the pressures that come from either family or society or your peers to to do something that you don't necessarily have the want for yeah is kind of unnecessary and for me at least you don't want to force someone to do in my opinion that's like a setup for unhappiness if it's not something that you want to do for yourself yeah but then they say you know oh it's you're gonna be unhappy or you're it's like it's gonna be tough for two more years and that's it you're you know you'll achieve your you you know you'll get your masters and you'll be happy that you, that you did yeah okay now, and i understand that like a good encouragement is great of course yeah. and it's well received and but if it's if it's not a passion for you then mm-hmm. you know you're just gonna waste time right. and money yeah you're gonna waste a lot of time and money if it's not that you know mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if it's really not the route that you wanted to take right yeah as first generation kids yeah. and our parents and the expectation of coming over and creating a better life for not just yourself but for the family because everyone benefits off yeah. of that that's a whole nother perspective and a whole nother realm that comes in well i speak for my for myself in my generation i'm first generation Mexican-American. My parents came to this country really for a better life, but I don't think that they consciously thought education. They really just thought about, you know, more work, better work and being able to come to the country that produces milk and honey and, you know, getting their children out of poverty Mm -hmm. and helping family back home. That was their main goal and priority to bringing us here. Mm -hmm. My brother's, and I, I don't think we were ever pressured. We did go to school. Mm-hmm. We went all, all through high school, mm-hmm. right? And that's a feat in itself from right. coming from parents that barely made it out of sixth grade. Yeah. I think my father dropped out in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. My mom's like, it'll tell you, you know, I graduated from sixth grade. The puro panzazo, because yeah. I don't even know if I knew enough. Right. And they didn't pursue anything because the farm didn't provide middle school and high school education. Right. So that was that. So coming to this country, their their children are going to high school, middle school. I mean, elementary school, high school, middle school. Mm-hmm. I only did kindergarten. I didn't do pre-K. And that's such a popular thing now. The pre-K yeah, and yeah. TK and I don't know, all these Ks. Um, all the Ks. All the Ks. It, I, I mean, I didn't go to yeah. I, I, yeah, I started off at kindergarten. Yeah, same. So it, it was a feat in itself for them to have all of their kids graduate from, mm-hmm. you know, school, mm-hmm. especially after, you know, they, they their education went as far as fifth, sixth grade. Yeah. So once we got older, I remember clearly my conversation with my father, which was like, if you think that you're going to make it, because mm-hmm. they understood that you come to this country and the children are instilled to seek higher education yeah if you think that you're gonna make it if you know what you're gonna do yeah if you know what you want to do go for it yeah i will support support you you in that Mm -hmm. 
And so after high school, all of our friends go to college. I yeah. went to junior college because I was still very undecided. At the time, I was doing like music. So my hope was to be working in music. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, you know, I in my head, like nobody ever really kind of counseled me to tell mm-hmm. me, hey, you know, you can pursue music to school too. Right. So I went straight to like, oh, I have a couple of friends. I'd been recording yeah. with some friends and stuff like that. So I had like some type of future built in for myself. So this, this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do this type of art. Yeah. But because I was still trying to figure things out, I decided to go to junior college and do a year of it mm-hmm. to decide if I was going to pursue and what would my major would be and all of that yeah. stuff, right? And I think after ending my first year of college, I was still more confused. Right. And the money was like, yeah, there was no income coming in. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel like I need to do more in my home. All of my brothers yeah. worked. They worked serious, steady jobs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to like you know, provide myself a little bit, even if it's just a little bit. Right. I was the youngest and I was like, and then some of my brothers started getting married and started Mm -hmm. moving out. Mm -hmm. I had this like the only, and it wasn't a pressure for my parents. My parents were perfectly fine with it, but it was a pressure that I was starting to put onto myself as becoming like a young adult. Right. That I needed to start acting like a young adult. Right. So I decided to take a year off after college, after my first year of junior college to go and get a job. Maybe that way something would inspire me to seek some type of higher education. Mm -hmm. Well, I come from a really hardworking backbone Mexican Mm -hmm. culture and, and Mm -hmm. I just started sweating my ass off and Mm -hmm. I kind of build this rapport with my job. And then I moved on to other opportunities Mm -hmm. and then I ended up in finance and that's where I built my career off of without going through the college route and university route. Right. And if you ask my parents, mm-hmm. they completely see my my where I'm at right now as a complete success that they didn't even expect. Right. Because yeah. in their mind, around 25 ish, mm-hmm. I was supposed to get married with kids and have some kids and start yeah. being that being that housewife and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for me to have actually built a good career, a decent career mm-hmm. out of just hard sweat and tears. Right. That was one of those successes for them that was per se unexpected mm-hmm. so i i am i was fortunate enough to not be placed that educational pressure from right. them and i kind of just as a responsible adult yeah ran with it for me it's a, it's a very similar thing and i don't know if it's because of the area where we grew up mm-hmm. where priorities were just a little slightly different yeah yes we did have opportunities to not go. dying was a priority not dying was number one priority <laughs> for sure and the second one for girls was not getting knocked up. Yes. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> so like, many, uh, lost so too many, many friends to that lost guy. Too many <laughs> yes. But for me, it was kind of the same thing where I did an RP program my senior year, and, and I started work at when I was sixteen, and then I got used to buying my own things or you know having extra cash in my pocket just you know for. Hot Cheetos, whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hot and, Cheetos and, and a Coke. Hot Cheetos and a Coke or whatever it was. After high school, like me graduating high school was already like, okay, we we got it. We we've, we've we did got, it. We did it. You know what I mean? And was, so were you the first or? Yes. You my, were the first to graduate high school from yeah, your family. Because I was the fourth. <laughs> so it was not like such a big deal. Oh, Sam, for me, it was because my older brother didn't. Mm-hmm. And... Then I'm trying to think I have step siblings and I want to say that they didn't either. No, they didn't actually. And so it, it then came my sister. Yeah, but a lot of them finished their GD program. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them time, have their yeah. GDs and have or have like 
tech like careers and like you know certifications and licenses and things like that and so but my sister my younger sister she finished high school and she actually did go to Cal State and so she got her degree and then that set the bar right that was the expectation for my younger brother and now he's kind of feeling the pressure he's definitely feeling the pressure but I think it also comes from even me where I'm like, I don't care what you do. You have to do something. And yeah. I, I did, th- I told my niece the same thing mm-hmm. and she was like, I don't know if I want to go to college. And I'm like, okay, there's other options. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of like the expectation for her is to go. And, and, and when she says, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm like, Oh crap. What do we do now? You know what I, mean? <laughs> I think it's just become the norm now. Like it's, you go to high school, then you go to college. I know that yeah. that's why I went to college. Like it was just, yeah, yeah. I was the first in my family to graduate high school also, but with the people I surrounded myself with, yeah. we spoke about college all the time since my right. freshman year. So for me, it was, wasn't even a question. I had no help from my parents, Yeah, but I thank God for my high school counselors because they, right. you know, showed me like the process to go through. Cause even my mom said like, you got yourself in college. Yeah. My parents, not that they didn't expect us to do anything, but as long as we didn't, didn't know the process, right. They didn't know the process. Yeah. We, there was no pressures mm-hmm. for us to go to higher education. Mm-hmm. For me, you guys, my pressure was myself. Yeah. There was no if, ands or but I was going to college. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, I didn't like, it wasn't, there wasn't another option. Like that's, right. that was a path. That was and like, I think if I would have been home and gone to junior college or something, my mom would have been completely okay with that. Same yeah. with my dad. Like they, you know, as long as I'm healthy, as long as I, you know, go to work or whatever. But the pressure was on my, me. Yeah. And I did it. I'm the oldest. And I was, like I said, the first to graduate high school. Mm-hmm. So it was a matter of, I wanted to set that precedent for my siblings. Right. And so it, it's, I think the norm nowadays, because we, well, you got to go to college. Yeah. Well, it, but you don't like, I'm a big proponent for trade schools. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. People these, forget about yeah, that. Yeah. Right. No, and my dude, like, I, I, that's exactly what I told mm-hmm. my niece. I yeah. said, that's fine. You don't want to go into college. Yeah. You, want to, you college. don't want to do four years. You want to do two years. Yeah. Okay. And Those I gave her these options. The world go around. Yeah. 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 And I gave her these options. I said, okay, let me break this down to you. Let me explain to you. Cause that's one thing that I, I think that I lacked. I didn't have the guidance or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. counselor or something like that. Someone like that to kind of say, these are your different options. And there is more than just a university type of higher education. And so I told her and I broke things down for her and she was just like, you know, I think I want to do this. And I was like, okay, let's, let's research, let's figure this out. And so I helped her come into, you know, just nail something down and I helped her with her financial aid and all these things. And so she is studying to be a, a extra tech now. It's a good career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's doing her <laughs> And she's doing her uh, clinicals now, and I was just—I was just talking about her. She's halfway done, you know. So I'm like, I don't care what you do; you have to do something. Yeah. You know? And it's not for me or for the family; it's for yourself. Yeah. You know, and so um, because I know how tough it is, and I've right. been there, and I've had to do like, yeah. I'd have, I have, I had to work at Target, which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. It is, love you know, Target. I love Target, and you I know, need to get some investment. Honestly, in that discount is bomb. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'd work one day a week just for the discount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do those anymore. I used to do them back in the day. Yeah, and and so it, you know, but for it was just really for herself. Anyhow, and so it is that kind of like I don't care what you do you have to do something and then the the reason why is because we've been there we've been in the trenches I spent you know eight years of my life trying to get to a place where 
I was like, all right, this is an actual bona fide career. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, I really blood, sweat and tears to get to where I am. Yeah. And I'm like, and then I have, you know, a, a fresh out of college little, you know, four year university baby that comes in and mm-hmm. it takes them six months to get to a position in my level. And exactly. I'm like, well, that sucks. Cause that was, you know, while you were doing college and yeah. getting to be young for a little while longer, yeah. I was out here like hella adulting yeah. and, you know, stressing and learning and like, mm-hmm. you know, working at it. So it, that's this is the part where I'm like, I, I'll tell my niece, like, trust me. Yeah. Do the do the school. Yeah. Because it also allows you to, to be young for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And then you still have all that time to decide. Yeah. Again, if it's not for you, let's switch it out. As long as you're doing something to better yourself. Yes. Yeah. That is what this country was built on, mm-hmm. on bettering ourselves. Right. At some point, something will come alive in you right. and you're going to understand. You're going to see it. Right. I think that that's where the parental pressures yeah. come in and say like you don't see it now yeah. but you will when you're done or when yeah. you're like you know trying to look for employment and you know they really do look at your resume and your yeah. education so my brother was the first one my my he's second in line out of the three and he went to Cal State Northridge. Mm-hmm. He, was, he went to Cal State Northridge fresh out of high school. And I believe he did about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And he got like a part-time job at like one of the major couriers. And, you know, he, you know, comes from my father's bloodline and he was a hard worker. And so they started throwing in time and positions mm-hmm. and completely quickly like pulled him up the ranks. And so money talks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so he decided to, and his, you know, school career and just decided to go into that line of work and get it. He gets paid really, really well. But mm-hmm. I see him day after day and he's exhausted. Yeah. And I'm like, had you yeah. just spent another you know, <laughs> Yeah. Maybe you would have like found something else of interest that yeah. wouldn't be like breaking your back and like, you know, you'd be tired every day and stuff like that. Right. But I also encourage him like to impart it to his kids. Like, mm-hmm. Don't make our mistakes. Like, mm-hmm. Don't get stuck here. And or don't if go you for are, yeah, right. like why you can do both, especially yeah. if you're working part time, if you want to just do that, do it part time and then find your way back in here. Yeah. But find yourself at a level where you're freaking managing me, you know, mm-hmm. that type of stuff, you know. So at, 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 if we speak with a pressure us mm-hmm. it's because we've been there yeah and unfortunately yes if you have an older sibling that that did it and could yeah. do it there is really no reason per se right that you can't but again if it's not what you're trying to pursue and it's not what makes you happy mm-hmm that's the tough part. And I would really just recommend that you be, you know, be one of those people that goes backpacking through Europe to find yeah. yourself. Right. <laughs> you know? But you can't afford it because you don't have a job. <laughs> right. You could also go to Joshua Tree and find yourself. Um, I think it's just also parents. Sometimes they kind of vicariously live through their kids and yeah. they kind yeah. of wish they would have done something or like they got pregnant or, oh, yeah. or, or you always want your kids to be better that life than what you did. You know, right. you, you come to this country, yeah, if you, got you know, parents, cause I've seen the other end of the other parents. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you know, my grandfather always said he came here, you know, he didn't pick cotton just so that way we could pick cotton. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's so like, we can continue to pick. Cotton. Right. It's right. just, you know, education was, I don't think it was instilled heavily and that super generation, but it was like, okay, well, it's kind of important. But by yeah. the time it got to us, I think it was like, okay, well, this is what you need. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So like for my brother, which I felt bad 
because my, you know, culturally, you know, your family stays whole until you decide to marry off, build your own family and your own house. Mm -hmm. So I felt bad for my brother because he was going to Cal State Northridge and we lived in South Central. So he had to commute (laughs) the entire time because my parents were like, you're not doing housing or you're not getting your own place. And so he did it for like two and a half years. And I felt bad for him because he was like, dude, I fell asleep on the bus and like, I missed my stop. I had to get it back. I was late to class. But you know, I was really proud of him because he was doing it. And then my, my mom was like, no, it's too far away. And And she's all worried about everything. And no, you can't live there. Terrible, terrible. And so I talk about it now. I'm like, I'll remember Amanda was doing the Northridge thing and this and that. And my mom's like, I regret so much not Mm -hmm. allowing him to really, really concentrate on that. Mm -hmm. I feel like he was such a, he's still very smart, but I feel that he, he would have done so much more for himself had he stuck with it. And he wanted to, Yeah, he wanted to. I've read his papers. I was very impressed at his writing skills and stuff like that. I don't know what he My brother's not an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) not. He just acts like it. (laughs) And you know, he's got some traumas that he hasn't dealt with. So, uh, but yeah, we've talked about it. I'm like, don't you guys like, I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. I think I could have, you know, been happy for him and convinced your dad to be like, we're going to be okay. He's going to do it for four years and get his little degree. And then, Mm -hmm. which does trickle down to like the next set of kids, you know, then my brother Beppe would have been like, Oh, I got to one up them. And (laughs) you know, but you know, he ended up dropping out and then Beppe's like, well, I don't got to keep doing this. And then I'm like, well, 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 shit. (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) But even the, the expectation wasn't there like at all for you. I think now, you know, we've done, we have our careers, we do it, we've done it, we've all walked our own journeys and whatever, How we, we got here however we got here, right? Right. The different pressures we have now as oh. older female. Pressure will <laughs> exist in one form or another. <laughs> in, in, I'm never going to be a grandma, so. <laughs> oh my, and my mom. Oh, that candy. <laughs> Seriously. Well, I mean, she already is, but like, <laughs> I like that she says yeah, never, but she's she, got right, a yeah. seven year old grandbaby. Yeah. But it's yeah. not the same. But it's not the same. And when it comes from a son, yeah. They yeah. say it's, that it isn't. Yeah. But my father knows it. But and he like loves his grandkids, loves them. Even the, they're old farts now. Old uh, the, farts. They're like the oldest is 22. But she uh-huh. he so loves old. his grandkids. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so, you know, Saturdays, you know, he brings them donuts and like, Still, let's comprar una lechita. Like he's still like like that. They're his kids. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine? I am like telling them. You have no idea when and if I have my child, how badly you guys are going to be ignored. Yeah. <laughs> and I am going to smirk the entire time. As your little you dumbasses. Yeah. I will do it. It's like you guys are lucky I've waited this long. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I was thinking of you, you guys. guys. Were, yeah, yeah. You guys, yeah it's, You've been loved because, because I've you. waited this long. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for you guys. <laughs> I know my mom keeps like she was. She kind of had a moment because last a couple of weeks ago we went to my younger stepbrother's baby shower. His girlfriend's pregnant, and so you know she's like, oh, you know, to have you know one day you're gonna have yours and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I know, mom. But, you know, we've waited this long, so <laughs> you got to keep waiting. And she's like, I know, I know. But one day, one day, she's still so hopeful. And I felt horrible because I'm like, uh, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, 
I, I think I've been gifted with that. My parents aren't really, have never really been much to pressure me in like, you got to get married now. You, mm. you know, like, you know, where are the babies? They're, like they, yeah. they're really not. Right. I know that they're cute little. They weren't like that till after I hit a certain age. And then they're like, well, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was like, like right, don't get pregnant. Don't get yeah, pregnant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. When are you getting yeah, pregnant? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> from one year <laughs> right. to the other. From one year right. to the next. They're just like, when is this happening? Absolutely. You were 22 and they're still like, don't get pregnant. 23. Yeah. You're like, get pregnant. Where's the yeah. baby? Where's the baby? Yeah. Yeah. You're so long. You told me not to get pregnant. <laughs> Yeah, it's like January. No, like, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have had that look with my parents, but they've never really pressured me. I, yeah, and I know they've kind of like probably. Then I know they talk about it within themselves because my mom and dad have like a prayer circle thing at a certain hour of the night. <laughs> yeah, they're really cute. And I don't know if you guys have ever, I've ever told you that my parents are really cute. They they have like this prayer because they they basically want a fulfilled life for me. And mm-hmm. I appreciate it so much because it's still something that I strive for and something that I want. But I've never felt felt from them a pressure that like, you know, yeah. let me bring them a family. And sometimes, especially during PMS, which is terrible, mm. like I start getting these like sometimes these thoughts creep up. I know I'm not the only one. Yeah. That no. You're like, my God, my parents are getting older and they're mm-hmm. never going to meet my children. And I never brought them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. but it's. A pressure that I put on myself. Yes. It's not them. It's me. Right. It's me. I want to give this to them in a yeah. sense, you know? So if if any pressure is coming from them on that spectrum of like having a family and children and all that, it's me putting it on myself because I yeah. want for them to be able to experience that with me. Right. Mm-hmm. So you never know. God's plans are, you know, he's funny that God. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think for me it's just they, not that my parents pressure me, but they do ask because they do want it. Again, they my only niece, which is I mean, again, I have step step siblings, but from their bloodline, it's like my niece just turned nineteen, you know. So they're all like, um, "We want our like grandbabies, babies," you right. know. And I'm like, right. "Well, how about we you look want at my cradle younger them and put them sister?" To sleep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're like, "And I am the oldest girl," mm-hmm. and so they're just like, "Okay, you know, when?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I got to find a man's first. Yeah, and right. Just like, oh, I guess then you might need that. <laughs> <laughs> at some point, they're like, "Well, you know, is wedlock that bad?" <laughs> I remember my grandma when she was passing she's like I'm never gonna see grand, great grandkids oh, from you and I was like oh. and, she had and, to throw that in there huh? well I mean she and then she, she did it out. <laughs> and then she, she did it she dropped so, the mic pretty much. I mean yeah so it's just you know at least I know that if and when it ever does happen that you know she she did meet you know if I have a child or whatnot that mm-hmm. you know in heaven I'm sure she she yeah, will give me a little attitude with her attitude or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> She'll look straight up like yeah, her. she's like exactly or something. Yeah, so get a little brown baby. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Where'd she come from? <laughs> Is this the milkman? Is this the milkman baby? But um, yeah, no, it, it's. It, I think that was the only pressure, and like Shad said, it wasn't a pressure that was put on me. Yeah, but mostly me putting it on myself. Yeah, because definitely. I I did want to fulfill that. You know, I I really wish. You know, my grandmother could have met, you know, Skylar. Yeah. I really wish my grandmother, like, it just, it, it it's God's timing. And, yeah. you know, I, I have really no say in that at all. Right. And I have no say in that at all, in fact. Yeah. But it, it's a matter of, well, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But that's, that's the pressure we put on ourselves, mm-hmm. I think, as first of female born, yeah. you know. I used to put so much pressure on myself. 
when my, I think in my early thirties, I was like, and I don't know if it's because that was what I had made up in my mind already. Like, this is going to be, this is what I do. You know, I was supposed to be married by 25 and have kids and all mm-hmm. that stuff. By my thirties, I was supposed to have a full ass family and all these things. And so I used to put so much pressure on myself, not just because of family or society or anything like that, but it is that self self pressure or whatever. I think in my early mid thirties, I was just like, you know what? I'm so over this. I'm just tired of just, I'm exhausted of all this pressure. Like there's no, like that's, that was kind of like, in a sense of my only focus, like, okay, I got to find a boyfriend so I can, you know, get married and pop out Mm -hmm. these kids. Now I'm like, you know, if it happens, it happens. Of course, I got to find a way. (laughs) Of course I want, that's what I want. I do desire to have a husband and kids, but I'm like, if it doesn't happen, will it be the end of the world? No. Will I be the Coltia? Yes. And at the end of the day, you have a fulfilled life. You yeah, know, you, absolutely. You're, you're successful in your career. You've yeah. traveled. You, right. You know, and I done think that stuff that's super that, important. Like fill in the empty pockets yeah. mm-hmm. with, you know, just friends and, and family and quality mm-hmm. friends and family and travel and, and really sit there and enjoy like, the little things and I've learned to enjoy being single, being by myself. Mm -hmm. It's, it's so much more different. And I think that there's a lot of people my age that did have children at a younger age that didn't have the opportunity to do that. They Mm -hmm. didn't have the opportunity to spend time by themselves, to learn yourself. And they're wishing they were you. Yeah. In a sense, but also sometimes I wish they were them, you know, because I wanted what they wanted. It's like wanting curly hair when you have straight hair and wanting straight hair when you have curly hair. I think I used to have like, I have a friend that has like the picture perfect family and home life. She's got a, a doting and loving husband and mm-hmm. she's got beautiful kids and you know I know that she works hard at it they both work very hard at their relationship they mm-hmm. work hard at their family and stuff like that and I went we went on a trip I guess one time and I you know posted photos and you know you know you've got your like you know jealousy because you know mm-hmm. as single girls mm-hmm. we get to travel and I'm like well you know what else am yeah. I gonna do you know just yeah. sit single girls hey you want to go to Italy next week sure let's <laughs> sure, do it let's go. <laughs> let's go. So, you know we have the ability to do it and I'm financially stable where I can I can mm-hmm. afford it plus mm-hmm. I'm only really accounting for myself when right. I, right you know yeah. travel and do whatever I want to do yeah and she had told me one time she's like oh must be nice you know kind of like one of those like, like trying to rub it in yeah kind of rub like, it in like little highbrow deals and I was like you know what girl I would trade it in in a heartbeat mm. for every for what you have, even mm-hmm. half of what you have. Mm-hmm. I would because I, I want that. I would love that. Yeah. And then she really did kind of turn around, and look at her family. And she's like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I, you're, you're right. It's like, thank you. Mm-hmm. So it was like a little constant reminder. But I'm like, yeah, we have to make the bu- the best out of our situation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, whether you're single. Lord knows if I would have a toddler right now, I don't know how this back works. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can't be running. My kid's going to be that little kid running up and down the church pews because I'm not chasing after him or her. Like, that? Yeah, it's probably Tabitha's because she can't stand up really fast. She's gonna, <laughs> she oils up still, you know? She like, vertigo. Just, yeah, she gets vertigo quick. <laughs> I need my acid reducers first. <laughs> but I, like you're absolutely right but at least I feel like if and when the time does come to have a child I will have these experiences to talk to him or her about yeah. and say like and encourage them absolutely. because we've lived a little longer in right. this like single space and yeah. like hey you know this is where you could be or where yeah. you don't want to be or you know just kind of learn you you be able to understand them a little mm-hmm. more yeah. rather than like some of the people that immediately went into mm-hmm. like this kids raising thing. kids kids raising kids yes exactly um, i feel like i'm old enough to to cognizantly talk to a child 
and notice like when they need to be talked to like Mm -hmm. you know adults like hey this isn't okay but it's okay to be moody like you know when you're 20 years old you're yelling at your kid because they're they're, they won't stop crying well why is your kid crying like my age now I'm looking at the fact like well your kid he he's hurt like emotionally not feeling heard right now like if I had a toddler when I was 20 I'd be sitting there crying with him because you're growing up together it's true it's absolutely true and I feel though at this age I'm able to one not physically give my child what they need because I can't run around like you know probably like I would when I was 20 but I I can be more cognitively there for my kid and I can be more emotionally there and understanding Mm -hmm. of where okay hold on mommy needs a nap (laughs) so it's time for you to have a nap you know rather than just drinking a lot of wine which I probably still will do but yeah yeah. (laughs) white now but but we we have these experiences to go off of right you know having children this late in life. And I think the perks of it also is that we've witnessed our friends have kids Mm -hmm. and we've learned how they parent. Yeah. And it's kind of like, okay. Which by the way, I'm in awe of you guys. Oh my God. It's so much work. No, but there's like, even, even with, with, um, watching them yes you guys know who you are mm-hmm. like watching them that they do it so lovingly and with so much mm-hmm. patience yeah i'm like this is this is really amazing and i know mm-hmm. that motherhood really kind of slows you down yeah. a bit yeah but i i'm just like wow absolutely like you know it becomes that like sixth sense yeah that you have with your children and mm-hmm. you just know it i'm like i would not know that also i don't have the connection but i was gonna but, say we don't yeah. have that yeah, yeah, yeah and they say it's like once yeah. you have your kid you it just like comes in it happens yeah. naturally yeah yeah, I'm banking on that because you know I'm a baby dummy, but I'm kind of banking on that. I'm like, it'll be right. Yeah, you're Hold gonna figure really it out. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> let's, Chewy, um, your perspective. Did, did I, yeah, your let's get a guy's perspective. No, no, my parents never put a pressure on me. On, uh, for example, to seek higher education, they just wanted me to do something. The only thing is, you're not gonna be at home. You're gonna be right. working yeah. hard either in a job or seeking education. You're also first generation American, right? I was born in Mexico. Oh, so well, kind of, but you're, yeah, but you're but raised in the U.S. I'm in the weird gray area. I like to call. <laughs> That's yeah. fine. He's a Mexican national with American roots. <laughs> Pretty there much. Yeah. yeah. A transplant. Uh-huh. There you go. But yeah, my parents never pressured me to seek anything. They just, you know, as long as I wasn't being lazy or yeah. not. Uh, no queremos huevones. No. Yeah. So either you're working or you're seeking education. Right. And uh, so I went the education route. So, you know, that kind of set a, a precedent for those, my siblings, yeah. my younger siblings, but even then they didn't get pressured, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, it's your choice, you know? My parents right. say like, we raise you, we give you these tools. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's your choice. Right. You, and so you actually got a bachelor's degree. I did. You did get a bachelor's degree. How was that for your mom and dad? I didn't expect it. Um, for example, when I graduated, my mom was crying. Aww. Like I did not expect that. Like. She's the sweetest. And my dad, you can see he was holding it back a little bit. He's proud. So those yeah. things you didn't expect. He's you, trying to be yeah. a man. Yeah. <laughs> like you don't realize how much it means to them. It you know? does. Especially, you know, they, they had an, like everyone else is like a sixth grade education, stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you know. It's the whole thing where they live vicariously through you. Yeah. 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 And they, it's kind of like you've not earned your degree for yourself, but you've no. earned it for them yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. And that's so like, it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. A couple so, like, so you guys know I'm an avid reader and sometimes I dabble in writing. My general entries are really like long winded essays about, you know, the, my nail lady. 
<laughs> I nailed him away, and that's what that looks like. But a couple of years ago, my father was like, I was having like a moment of pride for my dad and uh, happened to write a journal entry about him. I turned it into an article that was published on a Christian website. It was just about giving a little bit of his background and his testimony. And he was going to be preaching at his church for the very first time. So it was like a monument. It was a very emotional moment for him because it's one of those like he was honored. rite of passages yeah. of his faith, you know. And so I, I wrote, wrote the article just of my experience of witnessing the whole thing and mm-hmm. like making sense of why this was such an emotional and important moment in his life, you know. But it, it was it was for us as well as a family. A guy was there and, you know, was proud of him. That he doesn't read English. So I translated it to Spanish. And I was it was Father's Day. It just happened to be Father's Day. Aww. My parents are not big on like gifts you know you buy them a sweater they never wear it it's packed there because eventually sometimes at some point they'll go to mexico and you know give it to the deal so i started getting out of the routine of buying them like flowers or for my mother's day or or clothing overall because Mm -hmm. they're not they keep wearing their you know tres garritas their little old clothes so Mm -hmm. i wrote, wrote this article i translated it into spanish and i gave it to him and i said happy father's day Mm -hmm. and i went and delivered it to him on of during breakfast you know he's reading it Mm -hmm. it's you know you know emotional and in order and sequence he didn't even know what he was reading until he got to like he's like oh she's talking about me Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden he starts crying and it's a handful of times that i've ever seen my father cry but he started crying i had left because i was gonna do some chores in the living room my mom's like, get the honest, get the honest. And she starts crying with him, like, what's wrong? And then he couldn't, he couldn't talk because it was like, his words were like, so he was so incredibly yeah. emotional. I guess he, when he was able to compose himself, he came over and he hugged me and he told me, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so proud of you. He was like, I didn't expect that. It's the mm. best Father's Day gift ever or whatever. Oh. But I think a lot of what he saw and read was based on like, this mutual pride and joy. Like yeah. I appreciate you for you. Right. And I also see that you appreciate me. Right. Like right. And it was in a bunch of words with everything that he was saying, because yeah. he was trying to explain his life in Mexico. Per <laughs> usual, <laughs> You know, he's like going back and stuff, but it was like this very prideful moment. Yeah. And then I'm like, wow, I, it's just a little, you know, article story of, no. of, uh, of, of, an observation on how far you've come. Yeah. And I think it's, it's like that pride and joy comes in those unexpected little yeah. things, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, all right, well, I didn't give you a degree, but I gave you an article. <laughs> so frame it. Right. You can frame. He does. And I ended, I was cleaning out some of his things uh, the other day and he has like his little archives and stuff and he has it in there. It's probably it's one of his exactly. most prized possessions. I'm next sure. To his grandkids, yeah. You know, yeah. like it's. No, next to me. That's okay. A- <laughs> no, but it, it's something, yeah, yeah that yeah. He, he cherishes and mm-hmm. greatly. That's so crazy. Yeah, but comes in those unexpected things. Yeah. So fortunately, fortunately for, I think for us, mm-hmm. I guess, there was probably no pressure but what has been done is well appreciated yeah and i think we can walk away with that satisfaction yeah Yeah. all that to say or going back to my friend's cousin where you know she is feeling a lot of pressure and she's feeling like okay you know now i have to put myself through two more years of school or whatever it is and you know we all have different we all take different journeys we all have different roads to our success right right i think it's just a matter of doing something for yourself, making your family proud. Well, I understand that she's kind of trying to do it to make them happy. 
right? Sure. Because it, they 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 have a bar. She's trying to comply with. Their, She's, yeah, yeah. But trust me when I say that they will be happy if you do what makes you happy. Yes, a hundred percent. Because, like I said, it's it might it not is. be a master's degree. Right. It might be going into a different route, mm-hmm. but definitely do what makes you happy. Yes. I think that that's in the only manner that things will fall into place. And then they're still going to be proud of you. Come on, a bachelor's degree is a feat in itself. Success comes in different forms. At the end of the day, you're in their child and they'll look at you with pride regardless. So... 